Hi, everyone. I'm Chris DeBeau, in for David Chalian. I'm one of the producers of the CNN Political Briefing. And this is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, November 28th. Democrats are trying to squeeze some last-minute legislation through in a lame-duck session before they lose control of the House and Congress officially becomes divided. The Senate has a lot on their plate to accomplish before the end of the year. And there's urgency to pass bills because Republicans are taking over the House come January, while Democrats will still control the Senate and the White House. Lawmakers have until December 16th to pass a critical bill to fund the government or risk a partial government shutdown. We've been in this boat before this year, but Congress was able to avert a shutdown in September in the 11th hour. The last time the government shut down was in December of 2018 and lasted until late January 2019. Congress must decide whether to approve government funding on a short-term basis with a continuing resolution or reach a deal to fund the government for the full fiscal year in a package known as omnibus. The latter is much harder to do and what Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin wants to happen. He sent four letters to top Democratic leaders warning if they don't pass a 2023 omnibus, it will, quote, result in significant harm to our people and our programs and would cause harm to our national security and our competitiveness. To pass something like that and avoid a filibuster, 10 senators will need to side with every Democrat in both chambers, assuming that they're all in unison, of course. Another daunting task, lawmakers are deciding whether to raise the federal debt ceiling, which limits how much the government can borrow. The government's borrowing limit is due to be reached sometime next year, and if they don't raise that threshold, it could send shockwaves through the U.S. and global economies. The Biden administration is asking Congress to include tens of billions of dollars for what it said are three critical funding needs, aids to Ukraine, COVID-19 response, and national disaster relief. That's according to a letter from the Office of Management and Budget to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi sent earlier this month. It's requesting over $37 billion for Ukraine to ensure the country has the financial means, weapons, and humanitarian assistance needed to sustain and defend itself from Russia's attacks. A White House fact sheet shared with CNN says that amount will be shared across four U.S. departments, including the Department of Defense. House GOP leader Kevin McCarthy, who's trying to become the next speaker, has pledged the party will take a hard look at the money the U.S. is sending to help support Ukraine. Top House Republican Michael McCall vowed to continue bipartisan support for Ukraine when the GOP takes over the chamber, but told ABC that Republicans will do so with accountability in mind. This is happening as McCarthy is dealing with a smaller-than-expected majority in the next House and scrambling to solidify support in his bid to become Speaker, giving more power to more hard-right members. Pro-Trump members like Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene are vowing to halt aid to Ukraine and ask it be sent to reinforce the southern border instead. That's an example of how this government funding fight could get uglier if only a continuing resolution is passed this time around with Democrats in control. But Congress is expected to work together to achieve a major milestone in the coming weeks. The Senate is expected to vote to codify rights to same-sex and interracial marriage. The Respect for Marriage Act wouldn't exactly set a national requirement that all states must legalize same-sex marriage, but it would require that states recognize another state's same-sex marriage. Here's what Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said today on the matter. And as I've said many times, this legislation is deeply personal to many of us in this chamber, myself included. Passing this bill is our chance to send a message to Americans everywhere. No matter who you are or who you love, you too deserve dignity and equal treatment under the law. Some Senate Republicans, including Senator Mike Lee, think the legislation is unnecessary and claim that there's not a current risk to same-sex marriage, even though Democrats have pointed to the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade as evidence that certain rights are still vulnerable to appeal, and that in the concurring opinion to Roe v. Wade, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas explicitly called for the court to reconsider and overturn Obergefell. That's the 2015 Supreme Court decision that legalized same-sex marriage. Lee has proposed an amendment to the act, 
which he says would allow the bill to protect religious freedom. On Fox News, Democratic Senator Mark Warner was asked about allowing the Senate to vote on Lee's amendment. Here's what he said. I believe Mike Lee is a a member of the Mormon Church. Mm -hmm. Um, His organization, his church... But he still got concerns. His church endorsed the legislation. I think this is a a series of folks that just don't want this to happen, and they're going to throw up roadblock after roadblock after roadblock. The Senate was still discussing the bill on the floor by the time we published, but enough Republicans supported it when they voted on it the first time around, so the legislation is likely to pass, but anything can happen. But we're not likely to see much action taken on gun control in the lame duck session. Despite President Joe Biden's renewed calls for lawmakers to ban semi-automatic rifles, there aren't any plans to hold the Senate vote on the matter. Even though a measure passed in the House, the Senate would need 60 votes to overcome the GOP filibuster on the issue. And Senator Chris Murphy of Connecticut told CNN that Democrats don't have the votes. Does it have 60 votes in the Senate right now? Probably not. Um, But um, let's see if we can try to um, get that number as close to 60 as possible. If we don't have the votes, then we'll talk to Senator Schumer and maybe come back next year with maybe an additional senator and see if we can do better. So if Democrats hold a vote on a semi-automatic weapon ban now, it would tie up the floor for days and fail in the Senate. Remember, Senator Murphy was the lead Democratic negotiator in the bipartisan gun control legislation, which Congress approved back in June. But in that legislation, lawmakers avoided raising the age of purchasing assault weapons or banning the firearms completely because it would have been tough to pass if either of those measures were included. Other political aspects at play for the final weeks of 2022 are the results of the Senate runoff race in Georgia, the January 6th committee's final report, and 2024. But before the 2024 election cycle kicks into higher gear, there's still some unfinished business from the 2022 midterms. Will Democrats strengthen their Senate majority with Raphael Warnock's re-election on December 6th? Or will the Republican challenger Herschel Walker win and make the Senate 50-50 again? If Walker wins, Vice President Kamala Harris could be the tiebreaker Democrats need to pass some legislation. But if they can snag one more seat, it diminishes the power of moderate Democratic senators like Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema to hold up bills. Plus, the January 6th House Select Committee is slated to deliver its final report after more than a year of investigating the Capitol attack. The report will be more like a closing statement than anything else, though, given the committee's all but certain to go away next year when Republicans take over. But former President Donald Trump's alleged negligence and incitement leading up to the insurrection will likely be a big focus in the report. It was in the hearings, at least. The findings could make it harder for Trump, at least temporarily, to build momentum after a lackluster 2024 campaign launch. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing the show. We'll talk to you tomorrow.